Hey Moonies, welcome to the Sarah Mukan Club Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria L. Johnson, and I'm here with Adeline Grace, the author of the young adult fantasy duology series, All the Stars and Teeth, and All the Tides of Fate. She also was an intern for The Legend of Korra, which I know is one of many people's, many of ours favorite shows, including mine's. Uh, so excited to talk to her. Hey, Adeline, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I don't get to often just talk to people about Sailor Moon and anime. Yeah, well, you are in the right place. And that's all <laughs> we talk about over here. Um, so the first question I like to ask everyone, it's what's your first memory of watching Sailor Moon? Oh my gosh. Okay. I was, okay, kindergarten was all about Pokemon. So I will say I was probably in first grade. Uh, I was really, really young. And I I honestly don't know how I discovered it. My first memory, though, was going into those old, like, VHS stores. We had one in our, like, local mall. And I saw a VHS tape, and it was pink. And it had Sailor Moon on it and all, like, her... Actually, I think it was an early one that maybe just had, like, Mercury on it mm-hmm. and Luna. And it was, like... It was so cool and visual and exciting to me that I like begged, begged, begged my parents to get it for me so I can take it home and watch it. Um, I was too young to really know that like Toonami was a thing. Uh, I had no idea. I I thought kind of like that was like a more mature thing because I remember I I peeked my head into it once and I watched like a, a scene of Inuyasha and it had all these demons and I was like, oh, this is too mature. I'm not supposed to watch this. My mom will get mad. Um, so for me, it was the VHS <laughs> tapes that I kind of mm-hmm. lucked into. And yeah, I just absolutely fell in love with it. I was so, so, so obsessed. Like, that's all I thought about. That's all I like played with with my friends, like played pretend. And I would always be Sailor Moon. And, like, they would always be um, Rini or Chibiusa, however you want to call yeah, her either one. <laughs> um so i was just yeah i was obsessed with it from such a young age that i don't even remember how it got started yeah no i totally i'm gonna send you this link um where is it these vhs tapes because i always remember these because it was just so pretty and had like the sparkly kind of uh no it wasn't around. those those are pretty oh, though okay Jeez, yeah it was like be? the I wonder if those are the Japanese ones. Oh, no, it's this English dub. I don't know. They were, like, pretty pink, and there was, like, a yellow one. They were very, like, bright colors and super flashy. And I watched it totally out of order. I had no idea what the actual plot was about because it was just, like, what VHS tape uh, could I find? What did the store have? What would my parents, Mm -hmm. like, occasionally (laughs) let me have? Um, So I watched it totally out of order and had no idea, like, anything except for they were cool I liked what was going on and I liked what I was seeing. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, yeah, that's about it for me too. <laughs> like, what is this? I love it. I don't know what it is, but I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mentioned Pokemon though. What's, who's your favorite, what's your favorite Pokemon? Oh my gosh. I love Pokemon. Yeah. Um, I my okay. My favorite, I would say I have two Arcanine mm-hmm. and Espeon, I think are my Ooh. absolute favorites. I would always have them on, on my team. Nice. Yeah. I love the evolutions yes i want another (laughs) one for the next game i'm obsessed with them yeah me too they're so just like cute and like gorgeous Um, i love them yeah do you have a favorite game Mm, okay yeah i i really really enjoyed gold silver crystal when those came out um i mean i feel like the most nostalgic for me is yellow for sure, that was the first one I played, and I was really young. My brother and I played it together, so that's the most like nostalgic for me. 
And I feel like the day and night thing with gold and silver, and now we had Espeon and Umbreon, like different ways to evolve your Pokemon. For me, that was super cool. But honestly, I've played every single game that's come out because I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> I love it. I My first game was Moon. And I recently went back and played X. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've kind of been working my way backwards and I guess forwards because I'm, I'm thinking about getting um, Shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love the game so much. They're so fun. And I'm like, why didn't I get into this when I was younger? This would have been awesome when I had more time. <laughs> They're so fun. Like, I was... Mm-hmm. I was so obsessed. I had Pokemon Snap, too, that I was Ooh. in love with Pokemon Snap. And I have waited, I don't know, what, 15 years or something for a sequel. And now they're coming out with it this year. And it came out of the announcement. like came out of nowhere. So mm-hmm. I'm literally going to, like, clear my schedule just to play Pokemon Snap, too. Yes, do it. Were you also playing Pokemon Go when it was, like... <laughs> and it's heyday <laughs> yeah okay so yeah. my boyfriend was actually more into it than i was but when i say into it i mean like kind of obsessive like we would go to i live in san diego and there's this area called coronado mm-hmm. that is pretty much where like the retired rich people live and <laughs> every single weekend people like my age and teenagers would just like flock to coronado and it was so crowded. They started having like signs on their doors that like, you can't come in here unless you're like a customer. Like you can't use our ba- like Pogo players wow. can't use the bathrooms. There was people like driving on their bikes with like record players attached to them. They're just playing the song like I play Pokemon Go. <laughs> it was no joke. Like there were so many people, and we would go. And, you know, try to catch the Dratini, try to catch the whatever the rare spawn was at the time, and walk like 20 to 30,000 steps a day, like trying to catch these Pokemon because my boyfriend was so into it. That's so funny. Yeah, no, I was, it was pretty intense there for a while. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think like I'm from originally from Florida, but I was, I live in New York and I like traveled back to Florida and I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to be able to like catch like different pokemon from in a different state and i was like this is gonna be awesome <laughs> yeah it really was like that yeah. like i underestimated how many people i guess were going to be playing it i remember the mm-hmm. first day it came out and i got off work and i was like oh i'll check this thing out okay there's like a pokemon up near the church let me go drive by and i i parked and there were literally like 50 people there in this random church at like 10 p.m at night and i was like oh i have found my people <laughs> right i, think I that's am home felt. yeah <laughs> I think that's what everyone felt because it was like, wait, all these people are also into Pokemon? Yeah. It just like grew bigger and bigger. (laughs) It's like, my nerds, I found you. Yeah. I've actually, I've I've been trying to find someone match Sailor Scouts with the different evolutions. Oh, I think I, maybe I did find it. Like Flareon with Sailor Mars, obviously. And, um. uh, Jolteon Jupiter. Yeah, exactly. That's cute. Um, Yeah. I think Sylveon's with, uh, with venus for some reason but i guess that makes sense yeah and espions with a saturn so yeah of course with pluto so yeah that's really fun that's cute cute. yeah i like it i think i just i think i found another one someone did but i was trying to find the one from before but um which leads me to my next question though so you tell me your favorite pokemon who's your favorite sailor scout slash senshi Ooh. okay um I feel like it's changed over the years. Like, I definitely was in love with Sailor Moon. I definitely am still in love with Sailor Moon. I think she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then it kind of changed to Saturn for a while. But I think I'm a Sailor Mars fan now. Like, she's just, especially, like, there's different versions of Mars. Like, whether you're watching the original anime or Crystal or the manga. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think just the, like, the original sort of Mars. Like, her just, like, level-headedness. Like, she's very focused and... Like, she wants things for herself, like, very actively and, like, doesn't care what she has to do to get it. <laughs> and I love that. And I, yeah, she's she's my number one. So you're manga Mars over 90s anime Mars. I liked 90s anime Mars. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything, like, against her. And she's just really different. You know, she's a lot more, like, and there's nothing wrong with this, but she's a lot more, like, boy crazy and picks, like, little arguments with mm-hmm. um, Sailor Moon all the time. Which can be fun. It's, like, fun to watch. But she's so different, like, in that anime than, like, she actually is, like, supposed to be. Yeah, no, they changed her personality, like, very weird. Very yeah. vastly. But, uh, they vastly changed her personality. But I, I, I like both, like you said. But Manga Mars is, is pretty cool. Yeah, she's just so chill. She's super chill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she is super chill. That's a really good way of putting it. Um, do you have any favorite moments from the show that you remember? <laughs> yes. Okay. So the arc that like stands out in my head, and I don't know what it's actually called, but I call it the Pegasus arc. Oh, okay. um, yeah. I was like, from when I was a kid, that was the coolest thing ever to me. Like in the prime time when I was watching it, there was two, there are two moments that stand out, the Pegasus arc. And then the one with the, um, like the alien twins. Oh Yeah. Those, the Doom Tree arc. Yes, the Doom Tree. Like yeah. those two arcs and characters stand out to me so much. And the um the movie too, the one with the the candies, the black mm. hole, black dream hole. Yeah. The movie like for definitely stands out to me as like a big thing that I just when I think about Sailor Moon, it's it's those three things. It's like the weird alien creatures, it's Pegasus and the weird sort of like yeah. adorable cute <laughs> fling she had with uh or Rini had with Pegasus. Mm-hmm. Um that was super captivating to me as like a five year old. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cute. I loved it too. Um I think it's called the Dream Arc. Um, yes, I loved but, that. Yeah. But I liked the Pegasus arc better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it for real, yeah. like, is all... I know Saturn's, like, a big part of it and mm-hmm. and everything, but honestly, it's about Pegasus. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, that's really fun. I love that. Those are great arcs. I really love that you like the Doomtree arc, too, because it's a personal favorite of mine, and it has... I feel like people have mixed feelings on it, and yeah. I just love it. I it's, love like, it so, so slept on. Yeah, it really is. I don't know why. I'm like, it's so wholesome. And just like, I love the message at the end. Like, it's just so good. Yeah. And everybody's just in like this one big love pyramid. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's also fun. It's like, she likes him. He likes her. And nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody's jealous of each other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's fun drama stuff. Yeah. I love that. Um, Darian slash Mamoru like loses his memories too for a bit so it's just like Usagi's like but we just like we just went through all this like, he is so dramatic oh my gosh yeah. Tuxedo Mask is like literally the most dramatic character in Sailor Moon yes he is totally. at least at least and like I'm still going through the manga 
So I don't know if that like stays, but at least in the like original anime, he is always there like at the last moment, like, ha ha ha, I'm going to save the day. But he does nothing. (laughs) He He does nothing. Yeah, he really just comes in with like a quick distraction and then leaves. Yeah, like this like little epilogue, like or a monologue. He's like, "Oh yeah, you know this is bad for you to do, so I'm going to stop you." And then he like somehow makes it more complicated every time. <laughs> That's true too. And it's like, "Thank you for that." All right, I guess I'll finish this yeah (laughs) i remember thinking he was like the coolest too or i actually really loved oh what was it like the oh moonlight night moonlight night Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) i thought moonlight night was the coolest and since i was watching it like out of order and just on the vhs tapes Mm -hmm. i was so frustrated because i was like okay well this is clearly tuxedo mask like this is clearly the same guy but they're like here together what's going on and i never got my answer until like i was an adult and could you know watch it all in order Mm -hmm. were you satisfied with the the reveal (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) one of my friends is watching it and he's like he was really like who is this like they're in the same place like is it the same guy he's like is it a clone I'm like, not a clone. (laughs) When he gets to it, he's like, so is a clone. And I'm like, no. It was an extension of his subconscious trying to protect her. And he's just like, it was a clone. So (laughs) funny. Yeah. Like when I rewatched the 90s anime last Mm -hmm. year, Mm -hmm. it was, I was surprised because, you know, when you're a kid, everything is so like, oh, this is amazing. This is amazing. I love this. And then, you know, we've had so much anime come out since then is so much that i've consumed and then watching it back i still have such a like a a nostalgia for it such a love for it but it's like oh my gosh this is so funny like some like some of it is just very like the villains Mm -hmm. the villains for me i could not stop laughing at pretty much every episode like the ones who would just turn from like a tire or something then their whole thing would be like they are a tire (laughs) yeah no it's it's on ridiculous sometimes mm-hmm. and it's yeah. but like you gotta love it you do yeah some of them are really creative too like there's like a, a doll person yeah and like <laughs> some of them are scary <laughs> but yeah it is it is interesting that's what i love so much about the show or one of the things is just like how she was able to come up with all these different designs for like the villains mm-hmm every episode and like having the characters actually change clothes like oh my gosh i know right that's like mm-hmm. a big thing too because in anime now or animation even people don't change their clothes because that's expensive yeah it's a lot but yeah like every episode they had on different clothes yeah. <laughs> it's pretty wild but they I did. That, was so, that was so fun i'm glad you mentioned that because i didn't even think about that but you're right mm-hmm. yeah um speaking of that though just like building worlds um you have two fantasy novels what can you tell or what or tell me about them they're out now so yeah so i have uh, i'm the author of all the stars and teeth and all the tides of fate it's Mm -hmm. a duology about a morally gray princess who is forced to team up with a pirate to save her kingdom from a dangerous magical new threat um the most recent one tides of fate just came out a week ago a week and a half ago so Mm -hmm. it's very new very fresh very exciting 
Um, yeah, I I love them. It's very fantastical. There's seven different forms of magic. It's very like kind of a dark, gritty sort of magic, but everything in the world is very bright and glitzy and sort of fantastical. So that's been really fun to create. Yeah, that sounds fun. When I read the description, I was just like, princess, pirate, I am down. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm here for this. Yeah, I love fav- both Favorite of things. things. Yeah, and magic? Like, that's, that's all I need. I, sh- <laughs> I should have been pirates in Sailor Moon. <laughs> that's so cool. What, um, what was the inspiration behind this? Or how did you come up with this idea? Yeah, so normally, like, when I'm writing stories, I come up with the plot first. Um, but for this one, it was very much the opposite. I came up with the character Amora. And for her, I was kind of inspired by... A mix of Arya and Sansa Stark from Game of Thrones, primarily because I feel I felt like they were always pitted against each other. Um, there was a lot of fans who, you know, Arya was cool because she had a sword and Sansa was like annoying because she liked boys and she liked dating and court intrigue. Um, and so they always were like hating on Sansa and calling her weak, even though, you know, she's not weak. She's very, very strong, but in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to create a female character who was sort of a mix of those things, you know, who loved dating and loved fashion and loved court intrigue, but also loved to be in the thick of battle and action and adventure and sword fights. Um, because, you know, I feel like women in media are often viewed as they're like supposed to be one thing. They're supposed to like be kind of kind and timid or they get to be like badass and awesome. But in order to be considered badass, they have to give up like all of their femininity. So I I just wanted to write a character who was very counter to this. And I sort of built the world up around her. When I came up with Amora, all I knew, I saw a scene of her in my head. It was just her standing on a ship. She was with her dad and they were going somewhere and I knew nothing else. And that is the first chapter of All the Stars and Teeth. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) That is so cool. I love hearing origin stories of like how people created books. I also feel like, like that is so true about how you know women characters they really have to be like either you're a tomboy, and like so you lose all your femininity, or you are like this like super ultra, like girly. I like frills and boys, and it's like you can be both. Like that is yeah. And actually, I mean, tying back to Sailor Moon, it's really. I feel like it was really advanced for its time, you know, because the girls in this are all super badass and they're all so different. But take like Jupiter, for example, you know, she is quote unquote the like, like when I was growing up, I guess that's how people viewed her as like the tomboy of the group because um, she's so like harsh and, and badass. But also she's like this baker. She's very sweet. She really loves. I mean, all she wants <laughs> is to date a boy. Um they're all, yeah, they're all so, you know, different personalities, but nothing, like, no way that they are prevents them from, you know, defeating the enemy. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing, like, Sailor Moon really shows that as well. Like you said, with Jupiter, mm-hmm. or even, like, Ami, like, she's, you know, the quote-unquote smart one, but she's yeah. also, like, fighting the enemies. Like, she's not, like oh, I'm going to, like, stay in the corner while you guys fight. It's like, no, she's out there, too. <laughs> like, even right, though that she's, group like... would fall apart without Ami. They really would. <laughs> they would not. I don't know what they would do. No, she has all the little like technological devices and 
oh, let me just, you know, hack into the system in 2.5 seconds and right. figure it all out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would be a mess without her. <laughs> yeah, it would. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so cool, though. Uh, so, if Amora was a Sailor Scout, who would she be? Oh, man. It's so tough. I feel like she would be... I feel like she'd be Mars. Maybe that's why I love Mars so much, because I love Amora. <laughs> Just the very, like, level-headedness. Like, I can do I can do these things. Like, here's what I need to do in order to get it. Um, especially, like, the the manga Ray Like, will shun boys if she has to, you know? She, like, is very much focused on herself. And Amora is fairly similar like she's gonna get what she wants and it doesn't matter what she has to do to get it gotcha that's cool and how about bastian hmm the pirate yeah that's funny um i'm like looking at the picture of all the sailor scouts right now like oh who would bastian be (laughs) who's the most like maybe he'd be like uranus because i feel like uranus has the most like like suave like she's the most suave Mm. That is very true. She is the most suave. Like, yeah. More than, <laughs> way more than Mamoru. Yeah, more than anybody. Oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely. I feel like the, the mermaid, Vitea, would have to be, ah, oh, this is so hard. Because I'm like, okay, who has the most, like, bite? But that, I feel like, is also Ray. But I don't feel like that. I feel like that's more 90s Ray. Mm. I mean, that's, that's an option, too. Okay, yeah, we'll go 90s Ray yeah. for her. And then Farrakh is Ami, oh, for nice. sure. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's a fun question. I've never yeah. had to think about that before. Like, I'm literally staring at a picture of all of them like, hmm. <laughs> oh, wait, another question. If each of them, who do you think, oh, I don't know how to word this. Like, if they had to choose a Pokemon, like a starter Pokemon. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Who, um... who do you think they would choose? <laughs> yeah. And I only ask you that because you seem to have very extensive knowledge of Pokemon. Yeah, are we like <laughs> narrowing down the generation of Pokemon, you know, like original Pokemon? That's what. Okay, yeah, let's go for that. Yeah, okay. Because I was like, this seems very broad, and I was trying to figure out a way to narrow it. Because first I was gonna say Pokemon, then I was like, okay, let's go with starters. <laughs> like, wait, <laughs> that's still a lot. But yeah, okay, let's go. Yeah, first gen. Okay, Ray would definitely have a Charmander, or actually, no, she'd have a Growlithe. Ray mm-hmm. would have a Growlithe. Ami would have a dugong. Mm. Jupiter would have a Tauros. That's that's like not even a starter, but that's not even remotely a starter. I like but Jupiter Taurus. has a Tauros. <laughs> I like Taurus only because I'm a Taurus and I'm just like, oh, so cool. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> I don't know. I know like a Jolteon could suit her too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like she would look good next to a Tauros. <laughs> I think so too. There is okay, something yeah, there. You can see it. They're both tall. Um, yeah. hmm, Venus would have probably hmm, has to be something really cute, like an Eevee. Mm-hmm. She'd probably have like an Eevee. While Sailor Moon, you know, classic Sailor Moon would have the classic Pokemon. She would have the Pikachu. That makes sense. Yeah. Only because I don't think, or at least I'm not remembering any bunnies in the first gen. Oh, I don't remember any yeah. bunny rabbit Pokemon. I don't know. I'm very bad at Pokemon, but I feel like <laughs> I could also see Sailor Moon with a Jigglypuff. I was just going to say Jigglypuff, too. Yeah, okay. I could see her with that as well. Yeah. I feel like that that seems on brand. Yeah, well. right? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if there was a bunny in the first gen, she would have to have the bunny. Yeah. Definitely. That would make sense. (laughs) Oh, and Amamaru would have to have, I don't know, he'd have something weird, like a Mr. Mime or something. Oh my god, he would. (laughs) It's so weird. (laughs) He's so awkward. Yeah, he would have something like that. Like a Mimikyu or something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why do you have this? Or maybe something like that teleports in, like um, an Abra, who's like, oh, I'm here. Just kidding. I'm not here anymore. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's actually perfect. Yeah. That's totally him. Because he is, like, there, and then he's not there anymore. And then he just, yeah, he disappears. So, like, he's supposed to be, like, so mysterious, but Mm -hmm. it's just so funny. It's just dramatic for no reason. So dramatic. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Oh, it was fun. Yeah, I think he did perfect. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that I am, like, the wielder of all Pokemon and Sailor Moon knowledge, but I think that I I approve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what would... Okay, so if mm-hmm. if Sailor Moon has the Jigglypuff, what would Chibi... What would she have? Oh, that's true. I feel like she has to have something... Like, a Togepi would fit her, but that's not necessarily first gen. Hmm. But I feel like a Togepi would be cute with her. Or she would have the Eevee. Right. I mean, we can switch her. She can get the Jigglypuff and Sailor Moon could have the Pikachu. <laughs> they can share. They can share, yeah. Even though they don't want to, they can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that works. That's fun. That's a fun question. Yeah. I like I don't think we've, I've never done that on the podcast before, so that was fun. I like it. Um, You also interned for Legend of Korra. I don't want to forget about that. Cause that's I did. Really cool. How was that? Like, what, what did you do as an intern? Like, how was that experience? Yeah, so on my team, we didn't have the, so like the basic, when you get into uh, production, the basic role is a PA, a production assistant, and my team actually didn't have one of those. So the intern role was essentially a production assistant, and it's just making sure everyone has like all the details and everything that they need, and kind of going over the like little small tasks, like going over the scripts and, okay, highlighting what characters are introduced, what settings are there, what props are there, what what are they wearing? Because every single one of those things, somebody has to design. So it's like just breaking all of that down to make sure that it's like, okay, well, we need this back this background designed, we need this prop designed. Um, they've changed outfits, and when they change outfit, it's actually considered like an entirely new character design. Um oh, wow. So just stuff like that. It was a, it was a lot of a lot of fun. Just a lot of typing up notes. A lot of um, I got to sit in on some of the voice recording sessions and some of the actually the martial arts sessions, which are really fun because what they do is they bring in like martial artists and film like their fight scenes and they send that to the animation studio. So it's really cool to just like get to sit in and watch them like do these fight scenes. That is really cool. I didn't realize they did that, but that makes sense for like reference yeah. purposes. Oh, that's so cool. Were you yeah. a fan <laughs> of uh, Avatar before? Oh, I was. I was such mm-hmm. a fan. So I ended up on Korra. It's funny. I am very, I was going to say like Slytherin, but I'm trying to stay away from like Harry Potter <laughs> references. I'm very ambitious. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I wanted to go into like storytelling and creating. I didn't always necessarily know that I only wanted to be an author. I thought maybe like, okay, well, I can test screenwriting and I can test 
the waters for like, do I want to write for animation or something like that? So when I was in college and it came time to like, internships were available for me to do, I was watching The Legend of Korra and I was a huge Avatar fan. Like I was in grade school actually when Avatar came out and was so, so in love with it, kind of grew up with it a little bit. And I, when Korra came out, I watched the first season and I literally remember just sitting on my bed and being like, I want to watch season two right now. Like I am not a patient person. I want to watch it now. I do not want to wait. So the next day I like set my alarm and I researched like the internships and wrote my cover letter. And when I actually got the interview with Nickelodeon, I was like, I don't want to work on any of the shows. I want to work on Cora. Like I am interviewing for Cora. My cover letter is for Cora. Because you can, when you're like trying to be an intern there, you can just apply for any show and see like if they can fit you somewhere. Um, But I was very particular because I wanted that show. And my very first day there, I just sat and I watched every single animatic of season two of Korra um, because I was very impatient. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just tricked them. I tricked them into letting me, you know, come in and watch the show early. Right. Yeah. You're that's dedication too. You're just like, (laughs) I don't want to wait for this next season. So I'm going to come to the animation studio (laughs) and see it be made. (laughs) So I can know what happens next. Yeah. I was very, I I wanted it so bad. Like I remember, because I lived in Arizona at the time and they had asked me, they were like, do you want to do a Skype interview? And I was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) I'll be like, I, you know what? I just happened to be going to California next week. How about we do next week? And I was not going to California. Like I went specifically drove the six hours for that. Um, I wanted it so bad. It was such a good experience. I feel like you just had a readers. I was not going to California that next week. (laughs) I did not have plans. That is serious dedication and totally applaud you because you you got the internship and you did get to watch Cora get made I sure did (laughs) thank you yeah it was you know everything was very like meticulously planned from my perspective like going into the interview I was like I'm not gonna have any garlic I'm not gonna have anything that smells bad like the day before I go like I want this (laughs) that's awesome Uh, is there any other um, animated shows you love to work on? Now you're trying, you're getting me, my mind working. I'm like, oh, maybe I can get on the next Sailor Moon season somehow. Or something. <laughs> I, I can go to Japan. Yeah, no big <laughs> deal. I can learn Japanese. Figure it out. I thought about that too. Actually, I had words with my boyfriend. I was like, you know what? I am a huge, huge, huge fan of um, Boku no Hero Academia. Oh, and yeah. my favorite character, probably like my favorite character ever in anything is All Might. I am obsessed with All Might. He's great. And he's amazing. Yeah. And I told my boyfriend, I was like, you know what? If they ever kill All Might, I will go down there. I will learn Japanese. (laughs) I will find a way to get him put back into the show. (laughs) So I guess that would be my next one. But I hope that that never happens because my heart would just like absolutely break if anything ever happened to all my I don't think I would be okay I wouldn't either like every season or every episode I'm like please don't let this be the one I know <laughs> gosh it's like stressing me out yeah 
Yeah, it's so sad. I'm just I, like, I just don't think it's happened. Okay. Like, I'm not caught up on the manga, but I don't think mm-hmm. it's happened yet because I feel like I would have gotten spoiled. So right. I'm just going to, you know, continue hoping that it <laughs> doesn't <Never> happen. <laughs> I don't want like another Jiraiya situation, although this would be like 10 million times worse for me than, mm, than that. Yeah, that was sad too. Oh, man. Just anime keeps breaking our hearts. I know. Yeah. I know. And do you watch Attack on Titan at all? I do. I do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anything has come out recently. I'm not caught up, but I watched okay. the last season. And I think, isn't this supposed to be like the last one? Yeah. It just started back up again oh, okay. recently, I think. Good to know. Is the manga yeah. done then? Maybe. I huh. think so. And Weird. Crazy. I feel like it, it started off with such a bang and has continued with such a bang. But if it's over, like, I've heard nothing about it. Yeah, I was surprised that I didn't get any spoilers. I did see, I always remember like a lot of manga readers were like, oh my god, I can't wait for the anime people to like catch up to this part. Oh gosh. Like they wouldn't say like what part, they're just like, you'll know when. And I'm like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. Yeah, I want, I just want answers. I'm ready for answers. I feel like mm-hmm. it has been so drawn out and just tell me. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they, they've answered some questions. That's all I'll say. Okay, good. Um. And it's been good. I'm I'm enjoying the last season. Okay, good. I need to catch up with it. Yeah, it's it's good. So, but yeah, <sighs> anime. <laughs> I know I'm deep into edits with my next book right now. But I feel like once I am like I've turned that in, mm-hmm. I will catch up on Attack on Titan. And I'm just going to I'm going to binge. I'm going to binge some anime. I'm watching Black Clover right now very slowly, but I want to just like consume. Hmm. Yeah, I am totally with you on that. I haven't watched Black Clover yet, but I have been in a very much anime-consuming mood mm-hmm. <laughs> lately. Like, I recently binged Attack on Titan. Like, I, I watched the first two seasons, like, when they first came out and then stopped for a while. And then recently went back and watched all of it. And I, like, I've been all over the place. I watched Peach Girl also. I don't know that one. It's, um, it came out in the early 2000s. It's so messy. Um, <laughs> like, you talk about love triangles. Like, it's just, like, a love octagon. Like, I don't know. Oh, it's gosh, just so okay. messy. Um, yeah. Um, another, I've heard about it before, but a podcast guest that was on, Destiny, um, highly suggested it. It's, like, her favorite. So I was like, all right, I'm going to watch it finally. Like, I've always heard about it. And then I watched, um, what else did I watch recently? I know, I've just been catching up to, like, all the anime, and I'm just like, oh, binge, binge, binge. That's what I want to do. I remember, Mm -hmm. so right after, or I guess during still my Sailor Moon phase, because I never got out of it. I remember, I called it a phase, because I remember my mom, like, oh, you know, you have all these, like, Sailor Moon toys and VHS, but you're going to grow out of these one day. And I still joke with her now. I'm like, oh, I really grew out of that, didn't I, mom? (laughs) Yeah. Like, you look around my office, and it's just, like, nerd posters and Funko Pops and... (laughs) Like, yeah, sure grew out of that. <laughs> yeah, my mom, for the longest, she'd be like, you still like Sailor Moon? And now, like, I have this podcast, <laughs> and she just doesn't ask me anymore. <laughs> it's like, yep, yep, sure do. I did. Like, during that, I also was in love with um, card captors. I was so mm. in love with card captors, and I want to go back and watch all of that. Probably, like, the Japanese version. Yeah. They did also- you watch that? I did. I wasn't into it as much, but I did mm-hmm. catch a few episodes. And then a few years ago, I watched one of the movies and really liked it. And I really want to go back and watch all of it. Because it's just one of those things, like, I know I like it. I just haven't watched it yet. 
Yeah, um, and I guess they just redubbed it too. Yeah, I was just gonna mention that they um, and it's on Netflix now. Nice and easy. I'm for sure gonna rewatch that one because I was I was hardcore about the card captors yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> I've heard too that like the like it because you know like the original Sailor Moon was very censored, and I've heard yeah, that it yeah. was kind of the same with card captors. So. I'm curious to see what was censored because I, I don't really know that much. Yeah, I think it was kind of like like the Uranus situation, like any any mm-hmm. sort of queer character or any like inklings of a queer character were not <laughs> were not allowed to be shown. Yeah. We're not queer anymore. Right. It's like, oh, you're cousins. <laughs> yeah. I I literally remember watching those episodes and I was like, I do not talk to my cousin that way. <laughs> like this is what? I do not look at my cousin that way. Yeah. Yeah, that episode with the uh, in the original '90s one where it's the, like the hand is like this dating festival mm-hmm. thing, and like they have oh. like their hands. You know what I'm talking and about? They, yeah, they had to like figure out who was their like person based on like yes. their hand. Yeah, they could only see their hand, and they had to like figure out who was you know where who the person was. Yeah, that was in that was very. What's yeah. the word? Uh, I was like, are these intimate. really cousins? <laughs> yeah, it was a very intimate moment. Mm-hmm. And again, I was like probably five or six years old. Mm-hmm. So if I could tell at five or six years old in the 90s, like, th- I don't know why that was censored. It, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um. So obviously, I think we talked about a few, but what, what other anime do you like? Oh, definitely my hero. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is one Ooh. of my all-time favorites. Have you seen it? Yes, that's a great okay. one. It oh, is phenomenal. I love it. Um, what else? I mean, I definitely Avatar The Last Airbender. I love all the Miyazaki movies. Mm-hmm. Sailor Moon, obviously, and Cardcaptors. Yeah. Um, I am on the Demon Slayer bandwagon right now. Nice. I'm um, waiting for more of those. I still need to catch up on that, too. That's probably going to be my next binge. Yeah, I mean, only the first season's out right now, so it's not too much to, to get through. goes okay. down pretty fast, pretty easy. For some reason, I thought they started releasing episodes again, but maybe they didn't. But I, um, I think I watched, like, half of the first season. I need to uh, get back on that. Yeah, I'm rewatching Naruto right now, of all things. You know, the show with like 800 episodes. Yeah, that's a, that's a intense a commitment. Rewatch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really is. It's classic, though. Oh, yeah. My gosh. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's, yeah. I mean, it it's so ridiculous at times and so kind of corny at times. But I feel like there's something to that. Yeah, no, I think there's definitely value there because it's it's like a comfort food almost. Yeah, like mm-hmm. something like Full Metal Brotherhood. You know, that is just master to- storytelling. It's amazing. It is mm-hmm. super incredible. They don't really have a lot of those like believe it corny sort of <laughs> moments. Yeah. Um but I don't know, they each have they each have their place like in your heart and kind of like what are you in the mood for? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I think Yeah, definitely. There's an anime for every mood. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um 
What else do you like? Give me some recommendations. Oh, oh gosh. What do I like? Um, (laughs) I know. That's like the funniest question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really love Gurren Lagann. Um, Okay. I don't know if you heard that one. I think it's still, it might be, yeah, it's still on Netflix. Um, That one's really good. I, when I first watched My Hero, it actually reminded me a lot of Gurren Lagann. So, and not that they're similar in like, um, story but just like the feeling i got when i'm watching it like mm-hmm. that like believe in yourself and kind of like underdog kind of thing like it just deku and um the main character of gurren lagan kind of like i felt like they were similar-ish okay i will for sure have to check that out yeah and um michigo and hotchkin is another favorite of mine that one's on funimation um it's just a really cool story um what else do i like oh i like one piece that's you know the my 900 episode (laughs) cross i i bear (laughs) i do still have to check that one out i need to watch that Mm -hmm. and then i'm waiting for like the bleach reboot Mm -hmm. Um, i liked code geass it had like a couple weird moments but i really enjoyed code geass if you haven't seen that I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it yet. That's like, I have have a long list. But yeah, Code Geass and Tokyo Ghoul are like Mm -hmm. on the top of my list to watch next because those are ones I remember hearing a lot about, but I just haven't haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I still need to watch Tokyo. I haven't seen that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really, really good. There's so much. (laughs) There really is. I also like Death Note. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. I love Death Note. People like are like, oh, she loves Sailor Moon. It's like I also love Death Note. Like, it's like <laughs> yeah, it doesn't all need to be glitz and glam. Like, right? Kill people in a notebook too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can have both. Um, yeah, it was so funny because I went from Peach Girl, which is like very like so shoujo, shoujo, um, and it's like love triangles, like very drama. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch Attack on Titan next. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I tend to lean towards, like, the shonen. Mm-hmm. I definitely like both, but um, I've been trying to watch more shoujo lately, because I'm like, I haven't watched a lot of it, and I'm like, yeah. they're, they're pretty good. Yeah, I need to do that, too. I really do mm-hmm. enjoy, like, Fruits Basket. I think that's, yeah. like, a lot of fun, really cute. Yeah, that, too. Yeah, that's, like, really another good one. And I think they just did a, a reboot of that as also. Yeah, and I think it's done, too. I'm, like, halfway... Maybe it's done? I'm... I'm halfway through it, maybe? I'm in season two. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure, but probably. Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned you have merch, too. What's your favorite piece of anime merch that you own? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, I like my Funko Pops now. I used to have all, like, the um, Sailor Moon dolls, like, the action figures. Ooh. Like, they looked more like the Barbie dolls, but softer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what happened with those. My parents got rid of, like, a ton of my toys. and. Aww. The very few that I still have from that time were actually video games. Kingdom Hearts was a huge, 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 like, thing for me. Yeah. And I have a couple of characters, like, the original action figures for those that I still have. I have Riku and Kyrie. Um, oh, nice. And I love them because I was obsessed, still am obsessed with Kingdom Hearts. Same. Yeah. It will always be magical to me. Right? Oh, like... my gosh. I love it. It's just so yeah. nostalgic super nostalgic oh that's really cool yeah Um, i actually got that game at the same place i used to get my sailor moon vhs's before it closed down oh nice man that's uh, such a lost art like being able to go to stores (laughs) 
and, <laughs> and buy things. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I distinctly remember. Like, I saw the ads for that. And I saved up. I had, like, an allowance back then. I saved up for months so I could go get the game, like, the day it came out. Oh, my God. And... I started playing it and everything just fell to the wayside after that. Like, it was Kingdom Hearts or Bust for years. Yeah, no, it was it was another, like, just hardcore thing. Because it was just mm-hmm. so cool. It was fun. I, like, I did not save up. I probably should have. I don't remember if I got an allowance. But I know I kept going to Hollywood Video, which is our, like, rental place. Mm-hmm. Every I think we used to go every week. And, like, I'd always check for Kingdom Hearts. But, of course, it was always checked out because it was, like, right. the most popular game. I would get so sad that I think after, like, the fourth or fifth time, my dad just bought me the game. Because <laughs> he was just like, clearly this means a lot to you. <laughs> yeah, I remember when the second one was coming out, like, literally on YouTube was new. YouTube was, like, a mm-hmm. new thing. Mm-hmm. And I was at the age where, like, you still had to have your computer, like, in the, like, living room so your parents could supervise, like, what you're doing. Because everybody's mm-hmm. just, like, paranoid about the internet. Um right. And I was on YouTube just listening to the trailer in Japanese for the second one over and over and over again. I probably listened to it like four times a night. I was obsessed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I totally... I watched that Simple and Clean, like, Mm -hmm. promo. I don't even know how many times. (laughs) Like, it was so bad. It's just such a mashup of things that, like, shouldn't exist and be so wonderful together. Like... Square Enix, Final Fantasy characters, and Disney characters, but it is a phenomenal. Yeah, like you said, it's not, it doesn't feel like something that should be a thing. And then it's no. like, this is a thing? We get to have this? Yeah, it's wonderful. It really is. Um, and what advice do you have for anyone who wants to write a book? Oh, yeah. I would say, you know, the most difficult part is writing the book (laughs) like literally just sitting down and getting it done because even if it is not perfect when you're done literally i would say that 80 percent of writing is editing um so just get it done get the words on the page and then you can you know perfect it from there and two i would say write what you enjoy write what you like don't try to write toward any trend that you're seeing like, say dystopian happens again, we have the next Hunger Games. Like, you don't have to write a dystopian book to get published, you know, because as we see now, dystopian ended and now it has a really hard time selling. So just write what you enjoy mm-hmm. and not toward any any sort of trend. Yeah, I think that's good advice. That's true. I didn't realize that dystopian ended until you just said it. And I was like, yeah, I haven't seen yeah. <laughs> a dystopian novel or adaptation in a while. <laughs> Yeah, they just literally stopped buying them. Like, same with vampire books. After Twilight, there was a huge surge of them. Mm-hmm. And they stopped for a very long time. And only now are they starting to slowly pick up again. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Man. Yeah. So don't, don't write for trends. <laughs> yeah, just write what you want. Yeah. And then, just like Sailor Moon had her, Sailor Moon says, phrase at the end of every episode, like you probably saw in your VHS tapes. <laughs> What would your phrase be? So Sailor Adeline says. It's not a phase. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. 
Yeah, that's what I would tell my mom. That's what yeah. Sailor Adeline says. Says every Sailor Moon fan to their parents <laughs> at some point in life. For real. Yep. 25 years later, we are still fans. It wasn't a phase. I know. I still complain to my mom all the time. I'm like, oh, I have to do like work and make money and pay bills. But all I want to do is sit and watch anime and play Pokemon on my DS. Yep. That sounds about right. <laughs> Just working to support our hobbies and habits. Yep. <laughs> of anime Absolutely. And, and Pokemon games. <laughs> I love it. Oh, and what's next for you and where can people find you? Yeah, so I'm working on a new book right now. It's called Belladonna. It is a gothic-infused romantic murder mystery about a girl who can see spirits and who has to team up with death himself in order to find the murderer of her late aunt before he strikes again. And it takes place in a manor, a very gothic manor called Thorngrove with a very eccentric family. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. Death is the romantic interest. Ooh. And yeah, that's all I can really say about that. But it comes out next year. So 2022, hopefully the world will be open again and I can have events and see people for it. Um, and if you want to follow me, I would suggest my Instagram, which is at author Adeline Grace. I do have a Twitter, but it's just an updates account. So if you actually want to see like the person and ask me questions and stuff like that, I would, I'd recommend my Instagram. Awesome. Yeah, no, that sounds fascinating. I'm also very (laughs) interested. I was like, gothic murder, death, what? (laughs) Yes, I get to write like a paranormal romance murder mystery. It's so much fun. Yeah, that sounds really fun. I definitely will check that out next year when it is out. And yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. I love talking about anime and Sailor Moon and all things nerd. Same. And once again, I am Victoria L. Johnson, and this is the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. And you can find me at Miss Old School on Instagram and Twitter. It's Miss Old School with a K. And you can find the podcast at Mooney's Club on Twitter and Mooney's underscore club on Instagram. And we have merch now, guys. So if you want to get some merch, you can go to Mooney'sClub.com. And thanks for listening, Mooney. Thanks, Adeline, again for coming on the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. Thank you. <laughs>